podcast listeners. We don't normally do this, but I've got a little intro before the intro because we fucked up the recording of this podcast. Um, halfway through, we managed to turn off one of the microphones. I don't know how it happened, but it happened. So we've only got one microphone from the, the from halfway onwards, where I'm going to be very loud. Daniel's going to be very quiet. So I've had to fuck with the levels to make sure that he's getting picked up through my mic in the second half. So that's probably going to make the volume quality a little bit, I mean, the sound quality a little bit fucked at the beginning. And then from halfway, it's going to be very fucked. If, if you can get anything out of it, then good. If you can't, then we'll just move on and we'll work it out for the next one. Um, I hope you can get something out of this podcast. We, we did enjoy it, so I hope you can somehow. Anyway, here's the intro. Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head to make you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Ah, oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? the fuck is this? the fuck is this? <laughs> Why is this happening? You're gonna love it? We're gonna get sued for copyright. You're gonna love it? Niggas in cream. Oh god, I'm so bad. Muggins and <laughs> All right, that one did get me. <laughs> I mean, Muggins and <laughs> I knew you'd love it. I didn't love it. You did? I didn't. You couldn't help your reactions? I laughed at one of the ones, but it was 30 seconds of shite surrounding that. Are you, you enjoy- shouted it was fucking was pitching cream by one Are you enjoying your half a glass of red wine? Yeah, what the fuck's this bullshit? So I'm bleeding too, look at this, I'm bleeding. Hold on, we'll get on to all this. Right, so we, we, we are currently in uh, Vilnius in Lithuania. Uh, we're coming back to the podcast after a couple of drinks. We decided to get a glass of wine each for the podcast. We've already mm. been quite many so far. Why not get a bit more many? These fucking... Ca- this is half a glass of wine. Mm. It's half half a glass. But we're in Lithuania, so it probably costs like six pence. We could have went, hey... Yeah, no, but, yeah, but that's not the point. I don't get... It's not about the price. I'm just like, if you're going to fill a glass, fill a fucking glass. Like, whatever the... You know how Americans, whenever they overpour drinks, and they say, oh, you Brits with your fucking measurements. It's like, yeah, that's why Brits can now drink Americans. Why is Lithuania the half version? I think I know the answer. Has anyone told them that World War II is over and we're no longer rationing? No, nah, I don't... I mean, that, that, that's a great assumption, but I think the reason that they're rationing my drinks is because we're in a hotel in Lithuania... With um, mighty large bathtubs, and we're gonna wake up in there and with ice in the bath with like scars, like uh, stitches where our organs were. We're we're, in, we're gonna end up getting organ harvested because we're in Lithuania, and that's what Lithuanians well, you, do. I, I, how dare you? I love Lithuania. Yeah, I, but you're gonna get harvested at some point. So, well, what, gee, well, that's just on the tourist notice board. I mean, it's just part for the course, isn't it? <laughs> Why else did you come to Lithuania? Well, if you didn't want to get harvested. <laughs> so, <laughs> Look, when you went to Lithuania, what were you wearing? So, <laughs> crop top. Had me belly on show. Of course, they're going to take an organ out of it. <laughs> um, so they're probably like, there's probably people got their eye on where they're going to harvest organs. So they're going to the staff at the hotel. Don't give them too much to drink because we've got to give the organs to someone. We don't want them to be munted. 
I just feel like you're being unnecessarily harsh on Lithuania. Mm. Uh, but one of them did run us over while I was in it. Yeah, that is true. So on the way to uh, the podcast from uh, the pub that we <laughs> the definitely podcast weren't from the pub. Hi. You got run over by a car. That I was in? Oh, no, no. Not only that, that I was in. <laughs> <laughs> you got run over by a taxi I was in. Now, I know a lot of you, upon hearing that sentence, assumed that I, Daniel Sloss, hired a car. <laughs> Sloss, played by Dave Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I, Daniel Sloss. <laughs> a lot of you are assuming that I paid the car uh, to, to run over a car. Surprisingly not true. I, like, if you guess You that, give him money, he ran me over. No, Paulius gave. I didn't give him any money. Oh, so Paulius paid us to run us over yeah. off your tour costs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh the fucking. It's, no, no, it's, it's just, still come out of your I pocket. Just, I just want you to know that your pain is in the budget. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bleeding. <laughs> Dude, but in your thumb, like, look, if you get run over by a car and you're complaining, it's your thumb's ble- bleeding. Yeah, what? but my heel's hurting. You ran and took my shoe off. So you were trying to get into the car. They didn't realize you, you were trying into to get in. I was getting into the car and right. trying. You were getting into the car. They <laughs> I've tried a million times in the past. Yeah, I've mastered it. <laughs> I'm good at it. It's one of my skills. <laughs> you were trying to get into the car. No, no, no. I can't say trying into the car because you didn't get into the car. You were literally trying right. to get into the taxi, and he obviously pulled away because of the four people in the car: taxi driver, Paulius, Paulius's fiance, and I, Daniel Sloss. <laughs> <laughs> Played by Dave Johnson. <laughs> you did not look like you belonged in the car. Like, it's fair for the taxi driver to assume that when you try to get to the taxi, that you're trying to rob it or you're home. Well, he needs to look in the fucking mirror because then he'd see us. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I claimed at the car with right, left foot in. Aye. Fucking hokey cokey rules. No. <laughs> left leg, like, right leg out. Uh, knee in. bend, knee bend. Car, ba- car, car. Right, so bag off my shoulders. Left foot in, this is how I usually get into a car. I'm just busy ducking my hips so I can sit down. Ducking your hips? Aye, because you didn't fucking climb in the stand. You duck, you, no, but you duck your You don't Wait, duck watch, your, you watch, duck your head. watch my hips, right? Aye. They don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> right, foot in the car, Aye. duck your hips, slide in. I'm yes, not, I duck my hips. Right, the rest ex- of me ducks with it. You can say duck your head if you want, but fuck, try and duck your head without your Do hips. you duck your dick into <laughs> Natalie's pussy? Do you duck it in? Like, when you're going under, if you're doing doggy style, do you literally duck your dick? Duck, duck, goose. <laughs> <laughs> you duck, duck her moose toe. <laughs> moose toe? Like toe, but way larger and browner. <laughs> Maple leaf double. <laughs> no. Right. Because that's kind of that. Moose is kind of that. Don't bring that joke into the podcast. Right. Pause that thought. Right. We'll talk about double in a minute. Right, I took my hips, did a lie, answer me, do my hips lie? See, Kai, your hips don't lie. Wait, I'll just assume you said it. <laughs> Why would you assume when I clearly didn't? Yeah, you turned your make off. <laughs> <laughs> you mouthed the words, Kai, your hips don't lie, you pat us on the hips. <laughs> you shushed them. <laughs> Shh, Kai's telling the story. Stop, drop, just stop dropping truth bombs in the middle of Kai's story, Kai hips, Kai's hips. Right. Let's go back to the point hard. Let's, as, as if it's not you. <laughs> right, you're already in the car. Aye. Right, Paulius and Chris, Christina. Aye. Right, in the car. I step left foot in the car. Hips dip. Mm. Slide in. <laughs> Hips right. dips, dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> right, sliding me little fucking, me little donk donk into the car. 
in the car just started pulling away. Hold on, fucking left leg, John McLean still fucking hanging out the car like Die Hard. <laughs> I'm sorry, do you? John McLean, yippee Kai Kai Bosch, <laughs> yippee Kai Bosch, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I hate this podcast already. <laughs> so I'm saying that the car, car's pulling away, fucking left hip is a. Uh, I mean, my left hip's in, my right hip's out, shaking all about. <laughs> in the car, right, as I'm trying to pull my fucking, my right leg that's dragging along into the car, my fucking shoe went under the wheel, mm-hmm. right? Bit of my heel as well, I'm going to be honest, it scratched my heel. <laughs> you cannot talk about a car crash with the words, my thumb is bleeding and I scratched my heel. That's right. not a car accident. Right. That's I, not a, I, You I, fell I, over near a car, right? If your only injury is to the smallest fucking outie bits on either your feet or your hands, I, it's not a car only accident. Only because I got out of the way. <laughs> bitch. Like, you, like you cannot. <laughs> I said, bitch. <laughs> you cannot be like, oh, guys, can you sign my cast? I got one in my thumb and one in my heel. Right. Here is out, everyone at home. <laughs> Sliding in, Kansas City shuffling at the taxi, the same as everyone. Right, <laughs> right. I'm about to pull my right foot in, and all of a sudden, my right boot, let's call the trainer, gets. <laughs> you want to get technical? Gets run over, so I can't pull my leg up because it's in the trainer that's busy under the wheel. It's mm. busy. It's busy being trapped. <laughs> I try to pull it up, but oh no. The, like the earth pulls me towards it instead of it towards me and I get pulled out of the taxi right by me shoe that's trapped under the wheel the, the, the car carries on going as I get pulled out of the car fall on my thumb because I used that to break my fall <laughs> I mean this could have been, been my skull <laughs> could it could and, I, and I lay I lay on the floor one shoe on one shoe off thumb bleeding like Oh, I'm glad I'm all right. Put me shoe on, got in the car and went, that was close. <laughs> and you all like, you all, you all there, like, oh, Kai, all right, mate. Oh, <laughs> mate, I was. Oh, late. Kai, honestly, if that was me, I'd be dead. That's what you said, like, oh my god, I'm glad that was you, not me, a resilient beast. <laughs> right. <laughs> Here's, here's my version of what happened, right? Me, Paulius, and Christina realised that we were about to enter into a taxi. Kai thought we were playing a game of advanced twister. Right, <laughs> so we all get into the vehicle required for moving. Kai goes, "What's this? Left leg car, right Fuck, foot car, road. car double." <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> you fall into the car. Literally, both me and Christina are both on our phones looking at dank memes, and all we hear is <laughs> dank memes. All we hear is you going. Ah. We both turn over, and you just shot the car by gravity. <laughs> Mate, the car went at least. Oh, sorry, at most. Two aye, miles an hour. Aye, but he had it in fifth gear, 100,000 revs. It was only, right, because, so, I was, yeah. it's only because I was holding it back. Like, no, no, no. Look, no, no. In fact, you, if anything, you've proved my point. If he was in fifth gear from stationary going at 1,000 revs, he's going a mile an hour max. No, no, because he went through the gears. No, he, he was wheel spinning on my foot. He's like, why aren't I moving? I'm, I'm just there going, stop wheel spinning on oh, my foot. I'm oh, sorry, I'm such a oh, fat. Man. Sorry, I'm such a fat cunt. Yeah, it's a good job I'm from Blythe. Like that would hurt anyone else. <laughs> Mad cunt. Wacky racer. You can't call them that. Wacky wacky racer. Um. So I, I've got, I've got a bloody, f- bloody thumb. Right. My heels, it's not its best. But you know what? I'm still here. Live, laugh, love, but mostly live. <sighs> you can't love without living. So we should <laughs> apologise to the podcast listeners, not only for that barbaric introduction that you just dragged us through. Oh, come on. I dropped some fucking mad 112 peaches and cream, followed by the scariest John McLean, yippee oh. Kai bosh motherfucker story. For those... Uh, when are you going to turn up? <laughs> <laughs> 
For those playing along at home, yes, he's drunk. <laughs> I feel like this is the opposite of the Matty podcast. What? And that you're drunk and Matty's not here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because you were fucking munted on that podcast. I was absolutely munted. Uh, so, we should apologize for not doing a podcast on uh, Monday. Yeah, well, on Wait, no, today's Monday, on Thursday. Wait, Thursday, Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, we we hit under a stone. We come we come back from Amsterdam. I say back, like we moved on to Belgium, which um, gigs were great in Belgium. Belgium fucking was fantastic. Fucking but I feel like we need to apologise to the people that hung around with us for our company for those two days. We were not in a good place. So basically, we got to Amsterdam, as you all know. We had some lovely, lovely gigs uh, in Amsterdam. We'd done a drunk podcast mid session. We'd done a uh, yeah uh, just before the gig, so we were pretty fucking high, pretty fucking drunk. The gig was and great. then uploaded it Monday. Then we had the. So what happened was we went out that night with everyone that was on the podcast: Ryan Cullen, Barry Casanova, and uh, Rich Massara. We got absolutely shit faced. Got to the point when it was about. It was noon the next it day. It was noon the next day, and we and you, me, and Barry were just getting into bed. We were like, right, we can get like if we even if we get eight hours sleep, like we'll wake up at eight. And then a duck turned up. And then a duck turned up. Now, obviously, from the podcast, you know that one of the ongoing jokes is just saying for ducks after anything because. Yeah. Good weather for ducks. You just say that, and then a duck turned up, and then that duck, duck mask. Dude in a duck mask walks into a flat, right? So we're on a third floor flat, munted, forty-eight hours into a session, whatever, mm. thirty-six, like a day and a half right. into a session, and then um, and then a dude walks in with a duck mask on, and I'm lying in bed like still awake because I'm fucking tweaking, and I'm looking at this duck and like. And I, I've kind of accounted for where everyone is. I know that Rich and Danny's there, Ryan Cole's yeah, there, I'm Rich, right next Rich to Barry. In bed, I'm There's a the fucking table. dude an inch from your face wearing a duck mask. The fuck's happening here? And he whips the duck mask off. And it was another duck. And then he whipped that duck mask <laughs> off. And it was a goose. Right. I was like, oh, duck, duck, goose. <laughs> it was, it was uh, G-Tip. G-Tip. Gareth War had turned up to uh, surprises. So with those two duck masks and Kai there, that was Duck Duck Duruth. <laughs> duck Duck Duruth. <laughs> said Duruth. Um, so yeah, he was there. <laughs> he got like such a reaction with his because I was like so confused by the duck. I'm munted. I'm like contemplating sleep but not quite there yet. Aye. And now I'm faced with a duck. And now I'm faced with someone who's not meant to be here. And I was like, whoa, duck. Whoa, G-tip. And then he was like, oh... I could have gotten a better response if I'd done this. He started like being all anxiety, didn't he? He started being like, oh, I wanted to be like where we walked past and he went, oh, look, the guy's got a duck mask. Let's get a selfie. And then he got a mm-hmm. selfie and then I take it off. And I was like, mate, like, I know about your fucking delusions of these fucking uh, flash mobs that you've got going on. Right. But that fucked us up more than anything could have <laughs> fucked yeah, us up. Yeah. Like the timing of it. We the j- end of the session. just got into bed. Cigarette packets empty. <laughs> nah, you run out of everything you're lying there starfished going fuck that session I thought it was never going to end you're looking at the duck and then it turns out it doesn't and it doesn't end it doesn't end because well, we had to get straight back up well, then you, it's not like you're going you couldn't go oh Gareth you're here oh, yeah. nice. do you mind if, do you mind if no, nice. oh, yeah 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 you just watch TV you just watch Netflix we'll just fucking get on the bed we'll catch up so we went straight back out that night um, and got straight back on it um and then we went back out that night, and then the following night, and, and yeah, we were just... We didn't sleep. We didn't sleep. Like, uh, we, we would have. Like, we were on the verge of calling it a night. 
and then Gareth turned up. And Gareth turned up. And you can't. And he's, never, like, he's never been to Amsterdam before. Fresh legs. He's never Spring been to Amsterdam step. before. He's so excited. He's coming to surprise us. Imagine you go out somewhere to surprise someone, right? You put all this effort in, all the planning he's done in to come out and surprise us. Because even but don't we, ask fifty we, quid that we we were tr- we were even before the trip we were like Gareth, please come to Amsterdam. He's like I can't. We were devastated that he couldn't come. I offered him my gig. Yeah, I, I offered was, to pay for his fucking flights. I was like, you, you could do the spot. So if work's not giving you time off, or if like you're getting a bit of static at home, if you're like, oh, I'm getting a, I'm getting a paid spot to do a gig in Amsterdam, it's like it's is a is a comic that's coming through yeah, like yeah. Face, that's not a gig you can turn down yeah no it's a fucking like, you, you, you're like so he's like oh I kind of like I got so we like just we fully accepted everything so he wasn't coming so for them to him turn up surprise us and for us to be like oh we did so much to get you here night yeah <laughs> night so I was just like fuck I need to handle my shit here like so I probably sell the fucking depths of despair I mean we got, got on it again yeah, and we're powered through the next night, and, and then we had to get up after. No, 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 hold on. We've got to get onto the most important thing before you bring in this joke at any other point in this fucking podcast, double. as you always do. Yes, double. So there is a card game uh, that uh, is now sponsoring the podcast. It's not, but if you work for double, we want some serious fucking money here, cunts. Yeah, want some of that mad double scrilla. Uh, <laughs> double is a card game that we started playing when we were in Copenhagen. Is Ryan Cullen? Called it. It's snap for intellect. It is. It's exactly snap for intellect. Scholar stuff. On the circle cards, and on each card there are eight images, right? And uh, when you turn the next one over, there's going to be one matching the previous card. There's so about fifteen different images that it rotates between. So there's eight images on each card. One of them definitely matches. The other seven definitely don't. And you can play it between two and eight people. And you sit there, you turn the card over, you and can whoever probably play it on your own. Whoever says the matching uh, image first wins the card. And this game is phenomenal for several reasons. One, it's fun when you're drinking. It's just a good like start to the night. No chance happening. Get going. And it's also great for the end of the sesh when nobody is capable of talking, and the only thing you're capable of doing is remembering things and shouting words like "cat." Cut, double. So what happens is if you both say cut at the same time, you both, like, eight images, you're all scanning them. There's five of you there. All scanning the Sometimes. same eight images. Right, and then you'll see both say cut, and then you both go cut, and then after saying cut, you've got to go double. First one to say double wins the card. And if you say cut, double, and nobody else has said cut, it goes back in the pile. I mean, I feel like we're literally just explaining the rules. I would hate for this podcast to be each episode is us just describing the rules of a game. Let's just leave it by the game double. By the game double, right? So fucking, this is the thing. When you're on Eckies, right, and you can't focus your mind, your eyes are wobbling in the sockets, you're at that like, oh fuck, I shouldn't have had the second one. No. When you're at that phase of ecstasy, right, and you play a double, it's such a just a, it focuses your mind where you're like, oh, I'm in control of something. Yeah, this I've got is, it. It's something to latch on to. So you're there, you're shouting out like fucking cat, hammer, maple leaf, fucking ladybird, double. Right? You're playing this game, and then all of a sudden the game's over, and you have to count your cards, and you look up, and you discover the room again, the people you're with again, your cards in your and hand, you and you find out that you're, you're a like, fucking I winner. I'm fucking wrecked, son. <laughs> speaking, <laughs> let's of, play another game of double. <laughs> speaking of important signs and images we got in Amsterdam, so on day, <laughs> on day two of the uh, sesh. We're out there. Uh, we find this lovely little bar just beside. Uh, this is where it here, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So we're like we're trying to muster energy from somewhere. No, yeah, no. But we've taken a but little. We're, we're out. Yeah, we're out. We're drinking. Muster energy from somewhere. We've just the decided. To, yeah, yeah. Th- stuff. This is about uh, probably about twelve at night. We're back out. We're drinking. We found a nice place beside the sort of canal, smoking a bunch of joints, drinking a couple of pints, 
And then a homeless man on a buggy, on like a... a, a we turned out to be a busker, but we didn't know this at the time. Yeah, yeah, he just... A preferred yeah. street performer. I don't think he was. He was, he was, he was, he was doing, he was freestyling. He was freestyling. Just this guy uh, on uh, like a... Mobility car. Mobility scooter, yeah. Just, we're all just sitting there, we're all high as a fucking kite. We smoked a lot of fucking weed. So we're all in very different headspaces. And there's just been about two minutes of silence. And then just this guy on a mobility scooter just screeches right up, screeches up, stops right in front of our table, and just shouts the words, "Stop the wedding!" And it then, then sped off, and then drives away. Right? <laughs> How am I going to explain this to Natalie? I mean, how am I going to get home and go, uh, disabled guy? Mate, no, 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 <laughs> mate, mate, mate. This is the problem, right? Natalie, right, has no argument against this. Natalie, She's superstitious. She believes in star signs, right? Huh? She believues in stars. She believes in me. Let's uh, uh, not like don't say horrible things about your fiance on the podcast. Let's that's real. That's slander and lies. Yeah, she believes in this sort of shit. So if you tell her that some guy randomly at two in the morning just goes past you and be like, "Call the wedding off." Stop the wedding. Stop the wedding. <laughs> off. I just took a hit and again. Oh, this is going to take some explaining. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he went on to bust some fucking crazy moves, like oh man, he used to wheelies, wheelie, wheelies, like two, side wheelies, two, two side wheelies, like the, the the right wheels, like just doing donuts. Just, just call it a side wheelie. All right, all right, all right we've agreed on that. That is that did happen at least twice in Amsterdam, which is like I, as you well know, see if anyone who, uh, if I'm not in the mood for talking to someone, like if I'm talking to my friends or I'm in a situation where I'm in my head, own head, if someone talks to me, I'm furious. Yeah. Like the other day in the taxi from Helsinki. I got in the taxi, and the taxi driver started telling me about Helsinki. You thought it was a tour guide? I've never been angry. You went full open top I've bus. It was never fucking been angrier. six in the morning. I've ne- it's six in the morning. What, like, tired, starving? Don't fucking say a word to me. Like, I'm not, I know you've been up, and I know this is your job, but this isn't, I'm up, don't, just don't talk to me, for the love of fucking it God. It's not because they're getting, well, like, uh, it, was a, it was a nice, it wasn't like a taxi, it was a driver. Oh, no, it was a driver. You know, it was. And like he was a, a lovely bloke. It was a merc. You know, and it was sat in the back of this merc, and you're thinking like, surely you got the memo to not buff up people. Yeah, <laughs> like, don't. There's, 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 it's actually there's a lot of money being spent on this ride. Don't say a fucking word to they, me. They were like, you don't climb in the back with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of the money I spent, none of it was for conversation. But this happened a lot in Amsterdam. We'd be sitting outside, fucking smoking a joint or drinking a drink, uh, and this guy came. This the guy that were uh, in the mobility square came up started doing this thing so we just thought it was weird we were high as balls we were like oh god we're too high to handle this then he starts asking for money at the end and the same thing happened when you, me and Colin and uh, Rich were standing outside some guy just came up and was like boys you want to hear a rap and we were like no and then he started freestyling rapping but he was like, great he was great he was right? but then both of them at the end of doing the thing that we specifically requested they don't do were like so money and it's like you don't get to f- you don't get to force busk right <laughs> yeah. you get, but here's how busking works you do something if anyone comes over and watches yeah. that's when you're allowed to ask money you don't get to just fucking walk into space and it's like I'ma do a thing I'ma do a thing you gotta pay money to fucking watch yeah. this I just mm. yeah yeah I, I, that, that was annoying but however the, the two people in those examples were fucking skillful oh, they <laughs> were. I did enjoy them Man, the rapper them. was very good and yeah. the, uh, the you know what it was with the rapper right he started off rapping and I was like alright I've seen like Ellis like freestyle like right. Tom Horton freestyle like we've got mates that can just start like fucking going but he just kept going and going and it started getting faster and like it was just fucking like I was just like oh shit this guy's got an actual talent 
I don't think he did have a natural talent. I reckon we were just No, I reckon it's very easy to uh, you make your first two verses about the people that you're talking to, and, and then, then the remaining four by an unheard rapper. That's yeah, no, or something that you've just rehearsed. Yeah. So he could have quite easily been doing something by like Bone Thugs and Harmony that we hadn't heard. No, before. no, it could have been stuff that he'd he'd written earlier. Like we were impressed because he was like, "It's freestyling." I was like, "I don't doubt that the first two verses yeah. were freestyling." Everything after that, when you're just making fun of Amsterdam, yeah. I'm like you get something to rhyme with jacket in the first verse, and you're like, "You're in fucking Amsterdam in winter. Someone's going to be wearing a jacket." Yeah, like jacket. Then you go pack it, wrap yeah. it, whatever. All the other uh, famous rap lines. <laughs> so that. So uh, we come out with that. We're kind of obliged to do a podcast because we've been away for so long and we're like committed to doing two a month, two a week. And uh, we're just like we can't, just couldn't. Like I was, I was just talk. We couldn't. Was none of you would have wanted to have listened to the podcast that would have been created then? We were just angry. It's the only time I've ever seen you turn down a joint. Yeah, in Belgium, we got given a joint yes. afterwards. Yeah, so, uh, so in Ghent, as always, we've got some lovely people who bring us joints there, and we smoked a bit of that, laughed all the way home. But then in the one in uh, Antwerp, this lovely couple gave us a joint. We had an early start the next day. 5.30 in the morning. And we I don't tr- get back until 1. Yeah, I uh, just tried to play your way through it. Uh, but we did, we managed. Uh, but it's, it, was, it was one of them where I was like, it made me think... About because you know with depression I've never had to, I've never had to live with depression I've never had to deal with it I've always been very lucky in that that's not been part of my life but when I had that come down of Amsterdam and I've been there before that ain't my first picnic I've been like after Glastonbury after Ibiza any of these trips where we do heavy drugs and have to come down after that that's where I get a real empathy going is th- maybe this is what depression's like. Maybe yeah. having this come down is what people with depression have to deal with on a regular like basis. all the time. But, like, I can deal with that depression with this safety net of knowing that it's a side effect of what I've been doing and oh, that I'm going to come back up from it because I've been there before. Like, if that's what people have to deal with in their fucking day-to-day life, man, like... Yeah, see, I, 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 I agree with you a lot there. Like, like that, that made me <coughs> really sad thinking about that, that like, some people might have to deal with that yeah, as a regular like day-to-day if, thing. Like, if... It, if if how a come down feels is how depression feels, like I totally agree with you. If that's how it feels, like fuck me, it must be the toughest thing. But also at the same sense, just another part of me is like, or are we just being like twice as ignorant, being like, we know what depression's like. We've had a come down. Like people with depression, well, being that's like, like you've got no idea. You've got no it. idea. Like maybe Go maybe on. maybe what we feel because obviously neither of us have either. Neither of us have depression. We've got no idea. Like maybe. Maybe it's fucking worse than that. Maybe it's a thousand... Because the fact that, you know, we're still able to make jokes during those fucking times, still fucking, you know, get out and do a fucking gig. Like, I know comics with depression that sometimes can't gig. Like, surely the fact that we're able to get out and do something means that what we experienced is merely a fraction. But is the fact that we can get out... I mean, yeah, you're probably right, but is the fact that we can get out and do something because we know it's it's fake, we know that that isn't our natural disposition... The fact that we're there going, oh well, this is self-inflicted. Because if it's if if your fucking if your serotonin deficit is self-inflicted, you can't just go, oh, I'm not going to do the gig. But if I had that come down, just sprung upon me Aye. in the middle of the week, just I hadn't done shit, and I felt like that. Oh my god, down tools. Yeah, fuck me, must be tough. But uh, yeah, that was that. But was I, my only concern is like I just want to make sure that anyone who has depression listens to the podcast. 
we're not comparing calm downs to Fred. I, I mean, mean, we might, no, we no, might, no, we no, might no. be, we're but in fact, you're them. the expert. We're not comparing them. We're trying to understand. Yeah. Like, this is me trying to understand. I'm like, is this because the science of it is that I'm having a serotonin deficit. I'm having is, an endorphin is that, depletion. Is, so is, um, it, that, is, is that what depression is? is? Is depression like a lack of serotonin or is it a bunch of others? I know so little about it. Yeah, me too. And it's, I mean, I'm getting more and more aware because of Facebook. Like, uh, Oh, I'm very aware of the effects, but I'm not like I'm very aware of how serious it is. Like we know many people with it and of different degrees, but it, that, I still don't necessarily understand the. But the, the fact that we didn't do a podcast—that was us going. We can't. Right. Like we physically can't bring ourselves to fucking like do anything more than what obligation of a gig. In, I, I think we've done a real good job as well of like fucking pulling it together. Like I, I watched a bit of yours and I was there for all of mine. <laughs> and, and Could I, have I, was like, me. I was like, I think we've done a gig to the best of our ability, which is um, which is a difficult thing to find out. You know, if that gig had sucked yeah. after that, we'd probably refrain from. Man, sometimes no, no. This is another thing I want to bring up because there are points when I go on, you know, hungover or on a um, calm down. The second I ever felt it affect the show, I would. But the thing I found a lot is because you're doing the same show every single day. Uh, that's why I comedians that don't drink, I find. I'm like, how do you not? How how do you mix your show up? Like if you're not in a different state, like I know the jokes, I know every single joke, I know the rhythm you've of it. You've done it hungover, you've done it drunk, you've done it but, lucid, but, but, you've but, done it. But the the way I make every performance fresh and the way like I, I make myself still interested in new routines is that I'll do a joke seven times in a row sober and I'll go great. And then one day I'll have a joint before and then I'll find a whole new fucking routine. And then the next day I won't smoke a joint. But now that my stone brain found this new branch, my sober brain gets to explore the branch that my stone brain came up with so every time I'm in a different effect jokes grow in different fucking ways and I really enjoy it like don't get me wrong there's some points when on stage you feel tired but the the what that adds to the performance sometimes is you know sometimes yeah there's I'll, people in the audience that feel tired you're connected a bit but sometimes you'll oversell a joke like you'll be like this is the punchline and you'll be so used to just selling the punchline you know, with you know, big eyes and an open mouth and an open body, and sometimes when you're hungover, you'll just deliver the punchline in a small slumped, way, a slumped kind of and way. And it'll get a bigger laugh, and you're like, "Hold on, what the fuck is this?" Like, I didn't know that that punchline worked on two levels. I didn't know. If, sometimes I find that if I say certain sentences that aren't punchlines while hungover, they get bigger laughs than whatever the fucking punchline was. So that's why. Look, the second drinking. And smoking weed affects my stand-up like genuinely. Mm. I'll stop. I'm out. The, that, that's when I'm, I'm. I retire from the sesh. The second I have a gig where I'm like, the, like I would have done. I could have done much better had I been 100 percent sober. I tell you where it affects me if I've been like getting fucked the night before. Like if like say after Amsterdam, the first few days the gigs are fine because you get this adrenaline boost where like yeah uh, your, your body like balances its own chemicals in yeah. a way where you walk on stage and people are cheering and there's lights on you and you kind of like get this boost under you so you can ride it um, but off stage we always meet the audience afterwards I was holding conversations where I was just like I don't know if you can tell that I'm really trying right yeah. now like because normally in conversation I'm, I'm pretty just fluid like I'll I'll just chat to people like it's not a thing but there was there was points in Belgium where I was having conversations after I'd been on where I was like I hope I don't look like I just want to die right now yeah no, no, that's not, how it's, I feel it's not even it's not even that I hope I don't look like I want to die I, I'm fine if I look like I want to die 
I hope I don't look disinterested. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly like, that. Somebody's talking to you, and I'm just sitting there, and like I'm, I'm looking over their shoulder, and it's just because I'm distracted. And I'm like, oh, God, do you think I'm bored of this conversation? Because there's a lot you've got to deal with. It's a social overload, right? So you've got people that are chatting to you, and they want to photo, and that, like, mentioning something about a routine you did that they've been thinking about or something they've been talking about. So there's a lot of, like, um, stuff you've got to stay engaged with. So you don't want you don't want to turn into this fucking glassy-eyed, like, just, yes, yes, let's yeah, get a photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just sort of repeat. I'd, want, I'd hate to... Uh, you want to have chemistry with, with fans, yeah, of course. But you're also aware that this conversation's went on for like four minutes now. There's like sixty people waiting to see you, and I don't want to spend four minutes on everyone. Otherwise, that'll take me into fucking three in the morning. Mm. So you start like trying to engage with the next person, and this is like a skill we've developed that we can just spin them plates yeah. without offending anyone, without anyone feeling uncomfortable. I hate the fact that my catchphrase has become like there's just a point in every conversation. I was like. Should we do a photo? Should we do a photo? Because it always makes me seem like such an arrogant person. Like I'm you're like, trying to move it on. Like no, 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 no. I'm no, no. I don't mind if it comes across as me moving on because I know people understand that. What I think is like if you're looking over, it makes me look like the most arrogant person in the world because there's plenty. You want of, a photo of me? There, there's plenty of times that someone will be standing there and I'll be like, "Shall we do a photo?" And they'll go, "No, thanks." And I'm like, "No, you don't get to no. Like you, <laughs> you don't get to make it look like I'm the one that like I'll be like, oh, you're my favorite fan. Like I've." I've I saw you in the second uh, row. Speaking of which, somebody tonight in Lithuania brought us photos of them from oh, last yeah. year. I've got them in my pocket. Here they are. They went, oh, uh, yeah, I've got a gift for you. And they brought out the photos from 2014, 2015, and 2016 of us busting the same pose. Yeah. We've got them here. Which is always a fucking lovely thing for them to do. Two landscape, one portrait. Someone fucked that up. Which one? <laughs> Attention listeners, it's Muggins. I've had to put this little interlude, this little recording that I've added after the fact um, to let you all know that at this point in the podcast, Daniel somehow turned off his microphone, so there was, there's no Daniel for the second half of the podcast. What I've tried to do is I've tried to turn up the volume and pick up what he said through my mic. It's going to be fucked. Like, it's going to be a lot of me shouting and him whispering. We're going to put it on anyway, see how it travels. If it doesn't work, I'm sorry, you got half a podcast. If it does work, we got away with it, but it's 1-1. One, one. Like, fuck, I turned my mic off for an entire podcast one time, and we couldn't salvage it, so, I mean, I can't complain, but plot on. See what you think. I'm sorry, this is, it's just the way it is. Right, here we go. So, uh, the point I was getting to was that... Um, when you're having them interactions afterwards, that's actually very something you've got to be on top of and engage yeah. with, and we've always found it so natural. But for a couple of days after Amsterdam, that wasn't natural for me. It was a little bit forced. I was like, oh, yeah, you want a photo? You want to talk about this? They're waiting for a next. And none of it felt natural to us. It was like, I had two left feet. Like, I put my shoes on the wrong feet or something. I was just like, this is like patting my head and rubbing my tummy. A bit glassy eyed. Apologise. But the show was great, so. <laughs> yeah, you want to pause this? And we're back with a double wine by the looks of it, because that's a normal full glass. Yeah, it's a full glass. I made a double Yeah, so when they harvest our organs, they're going to get some drunk patients. So we're in uh, Lithuania right now. I had one thing I just wanted to bring up. Um, now, obviously, one of the amazing things about going on uh, the uh, European leg of the tour. Uh, I know we've known this for years, we should know it anyway, but it still impresses me. When you go over and meet people from these other countries, and English is their second or third language, how unbelievably fluent they are yeah. in these languages. 
Like, not only do they understand everything you say, they get sarcasm, they get, like, hints, they get facial expressions. Like, like you don't have to say everything. Like, I've had several points... In yeah, tone of voice. They get tone of voice. Tone of voice, sarcasm, like, turn of phrase, puns. Like, they'll finish some of my sentences, I'll be struggling for words, and then they'll bring up the English words. Yeah. It's so very impressive. And, and, and no more so than in Lithuania. So after the gigs tonight we met, uh, uh, we went out with Palius, who runs the, uh, the gigs, and his uh, lovely fiancée, um, mm. Christina. He's also a very successful comedian as well, oh, Paulius. Yeah. yeah. He, like, fought on Facebook and gets fucking likes for days. Yeah. Um, and then we went out for gigs with a couple of the fans. And uh, we talked to one of the fans, and I think she's fine. She spoke uh, German. She spoke Dutch, Lithuanian, English, and uh, Spanish, because we were showing her uh, our tour book, which is like every place we go to in Europe, we got a little tour book. Um, Tells us what time to be in the lobby, yeah. what time sound check is. What the name of the venue is, all the contact details, but the bottom's got a little thing with local phrases. And she's having a laugh at that. And these people are, are speaking fluent English. And then they start talking about sports. You're so used to every single one of these persons speaking such uh, Also, yeah, achoo means thank you. Oh, yeah. So, achoo. Achoo. Bless you. Thank you. Bless you. Yeah, so if you say, you go, achoo, they're like, bless you. And to say thank you, you'd have to go, achoo. Bless you. Bless you. Achoo. People have starved to death in Lithuania because the second you say, bless you, have to thank you, it's just like. Paradox. So, we get talking about football, we get talking about basketball, and then all the Lithuanians, and I mean all of them, they're all fluent English speakers, they know everything, but every single one of them joins in when one goes, I used to play volleyball in high school, and I go, and I don't say anything, I just listen up, and uh, I just goes, yeah, yeah, no, I used to play a bit of volleyball too, and she goes, yeah, no, I was a point guard when I was playing volleyball, and I'm just sat there going, I'm 90% certain they're all saying volleyball. Volleyball. They, they mean volleyball. But they're all saying volleyball. Now, immediately, I know what's happened, right? Because you, you hear, like, Eastern Europeans say vodka instead of vodka. Vodka, vodka. It's, it's the V and the W. It's, it's a direct mistranslation from the letters that we've stolen from over the fucking years. Like, it's fully explicable. But when you're so used to these people, like, they're speaking such good English that you think they're English. And then they just start going volleyball. It's the most adorable thing in the world. Yeah, they've almost got American accents. Because they're saying it with conviction. Because if they sounded Eastern European... Then it would probably sound normal, but the fact that they sound like American, yeah, they've got that OC accent, you know. So yeah, just me and my friends were playing volleyball. Like, <laughs> volleyball, <laughs> like it, it makes it sound like I, I was just trying to explain values while I was laughing so hard. He's like, we struggle with things. I'm like, no, no, that's the point. You don't struggle with things. That's what's funny about it. It's just the one thing you've struggled with. But you, go, just, you go, you go, what's volleyball? Yeah. All right, but where's volleyball? <laughs> It's like a bunch of kids being like, Mommy, can we have some biscotti and meatballs? Like, <laughs> it's a biscotti thing, it, isn't it? They started it? saying biscotti. It's the exact thing. Because you're like, they have got like better enunciation than I do. Mm. For sure. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. they hear them say volleyball, it's hilarious. Oh, it just caught me off guard. Fucking volleyball. And it's like, because I'm being a dick. Because they've learned. Like, how dare I? How dare I laugh at them? mispronounce something in their fourth language, right? But you know what? 
They said Wally Ball. It's a funny word. It catches you off guard. They were talking so fluent and they're like, I reckon Cristiano Ronaldo is pretty good for uh, Real Madrid. He's one of the best strikers. Uh, I not not Real Madrid, then because then it would be pattern pattern forming. Well, you know, if the, if because the, they said Real Madrid, yeah. so they the oh no, because that's a W and V. Yeah, it is. yeah, and they're saying as if it was an R. Yeah, yeah fuck that up. Yeah, I fucked all your momentum. All right, well let's just move on to Parker's. Now you know how I feel when I fell out the taxi. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I know because you ruined the first fifty minutes of the podcast. I fucking made them. People were up and dancing at the beginning. Yeah, when they heard you got run over. <laughs> <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo playing volleyball and for Real Madrid. Real Madrid. No, yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yeah, because that's what I realised. Like, is that they didn't drop the R, they dropped the V. Yeah, they don't have a list. You fucking racist. Shut up. What are we doing now? We're doing Muggle Corner. Yeah, okay. Um, I've got a Muggle from. I've may not both borrowed from Facebook, oh, okay. from Twitter. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go first in case you've got the same one. But, um, oh, this is um, from two separate people because our fortune's done the same one twice. Uh, uh, people taking photos of fireworks come from Donny, uh, Danny Brainian. People taking photos of fireworks. But I thought, because I've got another one that's coming up next from Nikki Gibson, but she just tweeted saying people take photos of fireworks. And I read that tweet like, all right, I get the point. Drill it, drill it home but it's two separate people so uh, Danny and Nicky have both said people take photos of fireworks um, so I like you know if you're at a firework display you can guarantee there's going to be people holding their phones up snapchatting or whatever because that's taken all of the perspective out of it all of the grandeur yeah, of it also we've all seen fireworks I will kind of uh, you know I won't allow it but I understand why people snapchat on Instagram like it's you want Instagram and Snapchat a window into your life it's a window into your life so I get it now. I understand it now. Yeah. So Took me a while. Hey, you know when I was in New York? Did I tell you when I was at the top of the Empire State Building, somebody was taking a photo from the top of the Empire State Building of the sky. It's <laughs> 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 like they're going to show their relatives. Look how close I got. Uh, you can see I'm almost touching. <laughs> Taking a picture of the sky, and, and somebody took a photo of them against the the wall at the like. So you're up the MS State Building, right? You've got that way is Central Park and fucking the Rockefeller Building, and right. and, and uh, there's there's sights to be seen. The other side of the building is uh, the where would have been the World Trade Center, Wall Street, and like the, the Liberty Island and stuff, right? Why but <laughs> religion. <laughs> 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 yeah, religion happened, and then uh, but so you can go to one side and take a picture of what's outside the tower. That's it, right? But someone took a picture against the wall, like so, not against the site, but against the wall of the building. Do you know, remember all those famous scenes of all those memories? Harry Met Sally, met her by her side the wall, the Empire State Building, and inside the Senate Wall. Is that what happened? No. No. <laughs> Because that would make sense, you know, if you were like, oh, this is the wall where the kiss happened in that movie. I still, I think but like, that's a level of, that's a level of muggery that I'll admit myself to going to locations. To hold, to hold the, on platform nine and three quarters. Oh, that's muggery. 
I'll, I'll leave it to myself in my recorder. I've been up Mount Air doing my smoke to Applebaum up Mount Doom while in New Zealand. Like, just like the, just ex- like the Hobbits. Went excessively out of my way to go up there. It's such a muggle thing. Right? Don't get me wrong, but this is the thing with muggles. It's harmless and it's nice. You go somewhere that you recognise and you're like, Huh? Now I'm doing the thing that the person are like... <laughs> it's a, it's a zebra crossing off the Beatles. Um, so so yeah, that would make a little bit of sense if the if the wall had something to do with movies. Oh. That's why I fell for your fake lie, your true lie, false truth. Um, but the fact that they were like up that high, all the sights around you, and you're just getting you with a backdrop of bricks. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck off, mate! Throw your camera over. Yeah, Arthur's tweet, remember I did that joke. What a banger. Right. So So with fireworks, I think the thing about fireworks is one, the chances of you getting a good show. Who's gonna enjoy that photo? Who's enjoying the photo? Like so what you gonna do, you can, right, let's be honest. You're gonna take a photo of this fucking firework that you're gonna put onto Facebook where every other one of your fucking friends is also putting up photos of the only reason the only reason I take photos of fireworks is to show people's dogs. <laughs> just, just give them fucking Nam Vietnam flashbacks. Yeah, that's what I do to deaf dogs. <laughs> if there's ever a dog, they're like, it's deaf. I'm like, oh, I'll just show it pictures of fireworks when it comes. Oh, my dog's scared. Well, tell it to stop being shit. <laughs> Oh, oh, fucking corner under the table next to Danny's dad. <laughs> Honestly, wait, let's... Um, so before before we cover dogs and fireworks, let's just tell people, look, don't take photos of fireworks, but do go on YouTube and look at fireworks backwards. Oh, that is meant- really good. And also drones going through fireworks. Enjoy some of that shit. Drones going through fireworks. So it's just like, a, it's like, a, like a passing through the firework display. Yeah, yeah really would. So uh, there is good shit to be seen on media, yeah. but not your fucking photo album, you daft cunt. There are brilliant photos of fireworks, but not from in the fucking council estate in Drum Chapel. So fucking pipe down, Linda. Linda! <laughs> that is one thing I have loved so much. Like, don't get me wrong, I am very aware that I, our very loyal fan base is loyal but small. There's only about 1,500 podcast listeners. I love every single one of you. One of Somehow you turn up all around the world, though. You You're scattered. It's not like there's an intense it's population not- density of podcast listeners. Yeah. You're it's literally like- scattered all over the globe. If we were to do a 200-seater gig in Edinburgh of Mugs and the Cream, it wouldn't sell out because our 1,500 fans are scattered so much across the world. Like, but the thing I love is in the most random fucking places. Like, we are in Helsinki. Right, we were doing the gig, it was a fucking wonderful gig. And at least three times, someone just went, Linda! Linda! <laughs> it will never not make me laugh because we're, like, we're traveling, we're touring. Linda is such a, like that joke, as with all of our jokes, I know we do this podcast all over the world, but obviously you're coming into our world. And it's so funny for us to just. This point of the joke that be so, feels so far away from home, it's unreal. And then, and then just get one of her in joke shouting at her. It's like somebody just coming up to him giving you a cup of tea. <laughs> just being like, hey, we're all family. I know how you like it. Oh, Milk and two. Milk and two lenders. <laughs> um, but with fireworks, with people's dogs. Fuck a dog. 
Just, just stop having a shit dog. Nah, Can you not just not, not have a shit but, dog? But, but, but dogs do You cannot. Dogs do not. Right. Here, here's something. Here's something. Right. I'm going to lay this down. Some people say, oh, dogs are better than people. I prefer dogs than people. If any person got as fucked up over fireworks as a dog does, that person's shit. You're a shit cunt. You're a proper shit cunt. Stop being scared of the fireworks. You fucking mug. Get from under the table, right? But if your dog does it, you're like, oh, my poor dog. Oh, it's got a truth. <laughs> Fuck your dog. It's either good or it's not scared of fireworks. Pick a lane. <laughs> no, it's scared of fireworks. Yeah, that one. No, uh, you got you got this on a technicality, but that's that's the point. It's like you kind of be like, oh, we fucking love animals, but then every time it does something that a human would do, it makes it a cunt. Look, you love it. You don't get to no. What your entire current argument is fucking based on is you're like everyone thinks dogs are better people. I prefer people over humans. I still people over humans. Oh, you do me over technicality, and then you say I prefer people over humans. I prefer people over dogs. Hundred percent. How can anyone argue? No, no, that's not the argument. It's an actual argument that's out there. Yes, yes, that's what I'm addressing. Yes, but nobody's agree. I'm trying to stand up for everyone else on the podcast that you've just fucked off by saying dogs are shit for not liking fireworks. I'm saying, look, I do not think dogs are better than humans. I do think dogs are great. I think they're lovely. Uh, pandering. <laughs> I like your dog. I'll feed your dog bogeys when I visit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your shit, dog. <laughs> Look, just because it loves me doesn't mean I love it. Tell it to stop licking us before I bite it. Well, why are you practicing your wedding vows? <laughs> <laughs> hey, have I said this on the podcast before? Probably. About, about, <laughs> about people lose their shit if if animals do human things oh look that dog wearing a hat sitting cross-legged oh it looks like a human oh isn't it cute but the minute a human humps your leg you think it's a cunt <laughs> that means you hate dogs and love people <laughs> you're the one that's comparing humans to animals no everyone fucking everyone man no, 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 man's best friend normal people <laughs> like most normal people like I love my dog my dog's great but at no point I'm like man I tell you what my dog's been a cunt today. I came in, said hello. Guess what the dog said? Nothing. Why's he been a cunt? What have I done? It's just because I didn't do breakfast morning. It's because I woke up this I got tagged. I'm very aware that my dog's a fucking dog. I got tagged off fucking Ricketts, one of my mates, right? Tagged us in a fucking right. article. My mate. Didn't fucking get above your station. Right. Uh, tagged us in an article about... Uh, oh, Ricketts, you're going to mate. People... Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> I said I before I knew who I was mugging off. <laughs> um, so he tagged me in an article about people love animals. Uh, people love their dogs more than people, right? Yeah, but hold uh, on, hold on. How many, how many dogs he tagged me in that article? None. And the dogs give me a fuck. Right? My mates are like, oh, Kai, like this. There's no dog like sniffing run guy. And, oh, now what Kai's going to like? Oh, Bosch is going to love this article tag. Fuck. Setting your son in fucking articles, people love their dogs more than their kids. Like, Get the hint. <laughs> <laughs> so I look. If your dog's scared of fireworks, kill it. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not. That's the selection. <laughs> it's not. You're killing it. That's not natural selection. <laughs> it's like Hitler saying natural selection. <laughs> 
<laughs> Hello, Mark Nelson doing set list. You cannot be like, oh, I killed these people. Natural selection. It's not natural selection if you kill them. Right. That's the opposite. Right. Let let me form my opinion here. Look. Please, I've been right. watching. Right. People like doing fairworks because they're pretty. Right. Boom, boom. Make flashes. Look, you know, we're sensory, we're sensory organisms. We like to hear stuff, we like to see stuff, we like to, like, fucking, if you have a kid, first thing you do is fucking rattle keys in its face, you know? Hi, <laughs> 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 oh, you've got a boy, he has me keys. Right? And what does a girl get? We got high keys now. <laughs> you know what it is, I didn't say gender. <laughs> right, so, um, what I'm trying to say is, we like sensory input. That's why we like theme parks. We like television. Anal. Anal. Uh, anything you need. <laughs> we like that kind of shit, right? So we do something we like. And all of a sudden, oh, my best friend's scared. <laughs> oh, can I tell off fireworks anymore? My best friend. Tell us to stop. <laughs> Doesn't sound like that good of a friend to me. The point is, nobody does fireworks because their dog is scared. They just get concerned that their dog is scared. They still do the fireworks and the dog gets scared. And you can't explain to a dog that it's fine because dogs oh oh sell them to us <laughs> <laughs> honestly what did a dog do to you that you can't actually now you mention it fucking bark and threaten to bite us when well that's what uh, hi. Uh, like uh, what do you think that is oh what do you what do you think it's bark was like I'm not going to bite you don't worry uh. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a um, I used to go to my cousin's house the other street, right? So I had to pass through the estate. And when I passed through the estate, there was this That's dog... the most Kai sentence I've ever heard. This dog called Max, right? Ah, no, there it is. <laughs> Alsatian. <laughs> Alsatian. And a fucking come up with and started barking his tits off, like, oh, I'm going to bite you. Oh, rah, 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 rah. Look at my teeth. Right. <laughs> and I had a mouse bar in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And I took the mouse bar. Or were you just happy to... <laughs> Fun size. <laughs> Because <laughs> you knew it was going to kill the dog. <laughs> I threw the, threw the Mars bar and went after the Mars bar and I fucking did a runner. Did a bro- <laughs> I was like, fuck, I couldn't. But I'm going to stitch him up in the next podcast. <laughs> it, it was last week. <laughs> so I, um, I, did, I did get like, uh, I've got, because I, Dogs are alright, right? right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> dogs are good by me, but this is the thing with dogs. Some of them try it on with you. <laughs> no, you cannot. No, 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 no. Because you're reading sex. No, not sexually try it on with you. Just try. What? Just try and be a mate. So right, I got to your house, right? You've got one of these yappy little fucking cockapoo. No, fucking don't. No, just uh, um, hypothetically. Hypothetically. Wait, you listener. Listener. Fuck. <laughs> I come in your house. You've got one of these cockapoo fucking little, like, hybrid nonsense, right? And it comes up and starts, like, licking us and sniffing us and all that. Like, get a grip. <laughs> like, hold on, hold on. Let us get now first. You know, remember you, you had that cat? That didn't want anything to do with us. You loved Ray. Fucking Ray was a little good cunt, like. So, so my mum said, so Ray is a big, fat, uh, uh, main coon cat. So that's like the big... Can I call him that? <laughs> main coon is the big uh, show cat. Ray's this big, fucking fat cat. Uh, I had to uh, look after uh, her. I forgot 
days and passed away, and you agreed to it. And I know how much you not hate animals, you just nothing pets. Oh, no, this is the thing. I, I, I grow with animals, right? Like, uh, I, there's some animals I like, some I don't like. It's the same with people. No, I, I don't just instantly love your dog because it's a dog. Oh. No, way, why don't you think I'm stupid? Your oh. dog's a cunt sometimes. Because <laughs> I think dogs are like babies, right? It's not like if you hand me a baby, I'll be like, oh, no, I don't know at first. I'm not going to fucking hug this baby. I've barely met this fucking kid. Babies and dogs are all of the same innocence. I'm just going to trust on you. I've never met it. I've really met a shitty baby, I've really met a shitty fucking dog. I'm gonna on base assumption. But oh, if it's jumping up at you, jumping on you, getting hair on you, licking you, I'm like, fucking, what kind of baby are you? You're gonna cry in your cot. Uh, so, uh, Ray is my mum's uh, cat. She is a fucking great, she's just this big fucking bag shit. And all she does, this is the only cat in the world that I know that just, you'll be watching television, she'll just walk in. And she'll just lie down beside you and just roll on her back. And not make you, just give you the option. And she's just like, there's my belly. I'm, uh, I'm ready if you are. This is why I like Ray. I walked into who's right? I'd never met Ray. Ray sat there, chilling. Right. And nodded at Ray. I was like, all right, Ray, drop me back. I was like, I don't know how I knew your name. <laughs> I nodded at Ray. Right, Ray nodded at me and just walked straight to the room. I was like, fucking good, I couldn't be asked for a conversation. I just got back from a long day's travelling. Right, I made myself a cup of tea. I said, dude, and Ray comes back in. I'm watching telly. And Ray didn't like pull up next to me, just fucking pulled up on the other seat, started watching telly and all, and I was like, alright, good. <laughs> we can coexist. I'm not in your space, you're not in mine. Right? And as the days went on, like, next day I went for a couple, I was like, do you want one? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we, we, we progressed like people. We progressed like people like if I went and who's one of your buddies was our and he started fucking jumping up on us, I'd be like, fucking get out. Yeah, okay, 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 I fully get where you're coming from, right? So what you're saying is you progressed with Ray, Ray? to become friends. Right. So so right. Like I jump up with him now. <laughs> yeah. right. So imagine, right? You get a dog. Imagine you get a dog, you just get a fucking puppy, you and the same thing, you just get this puppy, you don't know this puppy, you develop this fucking relationship with this puppy. You get close to it, you get close to it, and eventually, as with Ray, only after a week. I still text him. You, you quite like Ray, right? Now, if I come round to the house and I start treating your new friend like shit, you're not going to be pissed off. I haven't treated them like shit, but I push them away if they get clingy. Right, so, right, okay, so. so I, would, I wouldn't be happy, like, if one of my mates. Okay, so, right, okay, let me put it down another perspective. You, um, when you met Natalie, you start going on a couple of days, you get closer to Natalie. She's a wonderful person. Happy birthday, Natalie. We both love you very much. Um, you meet Natalie, she's obviously brilliant. You connect with her every time you get closer and closer and closer to her. Right? First time you bring her into your house, you're like, Natalie, this is my friend Daniel. Natalie goes in to hug me, and I'm like, yeah, good, get away, we're not there yet. Is that not a dick move? Wait, that's a hug. That's what dogs are doing. We're hugging you? Hi. For 15 minutes. <laughs> if Natalie started hugging you for 15 minutes, I'd be mad at that. <laughs> Sniffing your pocket, looking for a fun sized mouth bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so fireworks uh. are from muggles. <laughs> I think no, the photos of fireworks. Uh, but uh, I just take photos of your dog. This is the thing, I, I come across like I don't like dogs. I really do. But some of your, dog, some of your dogs just come on, man. How are you? <laughs> get, get it from under my feet. <laughs> so we've only got time for one more. Um, 
So I can't remember who this is from on Twitter. I'm assuming it's from um, Cake Lady. Nikki Gibson. That's I don't think that was her. No, I don't think so. Because I've got the one that was written down by her, and that's uh, people getting excited about the Christmas coffee range. But we'll move on to that in the next podcast. Uh, people who poop, uh, one of the suggestions on Twitter was people who put rappers uh, back into like, the celebration. Here you have Maltese, you Maltese with the rapper. I, even though this is a suggestion, and don't get me wrong, whoever you are, it's a proper fucking dick move. That's real shit. I fucking hate Putting the rappers back in the box. It's not a muggle, though. It's just dick. Yeah, because I, I think it's actually more muggly to be anal about it. Nah. <laughs> to be like, oh, who put the rabbits in the thing? We've got, we've got a system. Yeah. We've got a system in this house, and we put the rabbits in the bin. Well, like, a, g- give a fuck. B- sift through them. Sift through them. We are fucking mandibles. Uh, you got, you got these, honestly, we've got these mandible claws that we can just drag through the box, and then if, if there's something sticks between your fingers, you can probably eat it. It's right. properly dicky to put fucking, or, or just fucking. Uh, it's inconsiderate, actually. It's inconsiderate. Yeah. But that's the thing about me, is I love, as you well know, I love inconsiderate things. The one thing I love in every hotel, and I will never get bored of this, and I'm very aware of how shitty it is, whenever I walk past any hotel room at 2 in the morning, and they have a do not disturb sign outside. You flip it over? I'll flip it over to please make my room. That, there's nothing, there's no way you could ever convince me that's not one of the funniest things in the world. Because it's happened, I know it's happened to me before. I've, it happened to me this fucking morning, right? I, I definitely put on uh, Do Not Disturb because we went to bed at 7 because we were watching UFC. 10 a.m., they come into the room, I'm like, no, 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 no. Was I angry? Yes. Did I shout? No. It's a funny fucking prank. Someone did it to you? It wasn't me. This is what I know. I know it wasn't me. I saw it on the floor and no, I didn't touch it. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is I'm just like, I, you I, did I, it. I think put the rapper back in, but it's definitely fucking shitty. It's definitely fucking annoying. But the thing about muggles is to put to make this muggly would be to ruin the name of muggles. Muggles are not bad people. Yeah. They're not spiteful. They're not malicious. Yeah. This is inconsiderate. Like it's yeah, you're not muggles, thinking of other people. Muggles like are, 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 muggles are also not inconsiderate. Empty bottle of milk back in the fridge. Like, oh, someone else will do it. Yeah. Someone else will throw it out. I totally agree with you uh, that putting rappers back in things, but it is not muggle because it's too... too cunning. Muggles are not... Selfish. Yeah. And it might not even be measured. You might just intrinsi- intrinsically be a shit cunt. Right. You may just like, ah, fuck it, I can't back in there. Muggles come in all different shapes and sizes, and I come in all different shapes and sizes of muggles. <laughs> You probably lisped that. Oh, right. So that's not in Muggle Corner. So let, let's cover this one. Let's just do a third one because we'll put the people getting excited about the Christmas coffee range. Right, if it's muggly, I am muggly. I fucking really do like them, okay. like spicy fucking lattes that you get from Starbucks. Like, I, I, like, what's muggly about it is that, oh yeah, I get to have one because it's to be one month of the year that I get to have me fucking ginger nut spice fucking caramel pumpkin seed. Right? But... It should be all year round. I shouldn't have to just enjoy that in December. Aye. Like, I'm being fucking played like a fiddle by Starbucks because I should be able to, in March, go up and have one of them. No. I don't have to like them festively. No, no, no. But do you not think if it were available all year round, it wouldn't be as good? Like, talking about... I, the, yeah, I, I, Christ, Christmas dinner, I, 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 you know me, I love Christmas. I love every fucking aspect of Christmas. Yeah. I love Christmas. It's so the I, deprivation that makes it... Yeah. 
It's Tandrick. Tandrick Latte. Yeah, Jason Manfred had a fucking crazy team where he was like, the only time you'll ever leave Turkey is at Christmas because Turkey's not good, mate. It's fucking dry. Dry. It's absolutely fun. I love Christmas dinner so much. But if I were to have it every fucking weekend, every as an option, I wouldn't fucking love it. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong, I do think it is muggly to like be excited about the coffee, but in the same way that I've admitted that I'm muggly, that I'm already now, I'm excited about Christmas dinner. Kai, I could have Christmas dinner tomorrow if I wanted. Like, I could physically make turkey Yorkshire pudding. Uh, you can get out the tin? I could, do, yeah, <laughs> I could get a microwave, but I'm not going to because it doesn't taste the same unless it's on Christmas. It's the same thing about the fucking coffees. Like, yeah, it's like uh, it triggers it triggers nostalgia. It triggers nostalgia of that time of year. It's like you've got to deprive yourself for it to be valuable, for it to have value in your mind and your life. In your so, I I, it, I think it is muggly to make that some with everything going on in the world to the spice latte being on my lips to be the thing that I'm excited about. It's muggly as fuck, but but indulge yourself in it. Yeah, you're trying to be patriotic. But you're born in Essex or whatever. But whenever it comes to fucking St Andrew's uh, Day in the European Supper, that's again a day where I'm like, I know I'm going to have haggis and I know I'm going to have whiskey then. And I do, uh, I am excited about you it. You get I'm stoked. Probably, I'll probably get fucking stoked. I love haggis. Yeah. Like pancake day, man. Like that, you could put that in Muggle Corner. But who the fuck doesn't love pancake with a bit of lemon and a bit of sugar? But like, you couldn't be just pine with your face full of them every day of the year. Yeah. You go right. You know what? Tuesday's coming up. <laughs> but that's the thing. This is, in fact, this is another perfect example of like, there is nobody in the world who is not guilty of mugglery at some point in their life. Mm. Nobody is muggle-free. I think you owe it to yourself a little bit to just. That, that's that's when you're safe. When you when you're a muggle is when you're at your safest. When you're like not thinking about death or the fucking contemplating doom, right? Is when you're just like indulging in some muggle little concept. Like people that are full muggles, you can envy them because you're just like, oh, you are so safe. You are so wrapped up in cotton wool, you muggle cunt. <laughs> So that was uh, like the the Christmas selection of, of uh, Starbucks, muggly but knock yourself out. Um, the other one was taking pictures of fireworks, muggly but stop. And my one was. Uh, what was my one? No one cares. Uh, it was oh uh, putting wrappers back. Oh no, but it didn't get in. That's why. We're putting wrappers back in the packet, not muggly. Not shit cunt. Before the tour dates, can I just mention, like, we say we're, we're following is scattered around the world, but the majority of people that can understand what I'm saying are based in Blythe. Mm-hmm. Uh, punch drunk tonight. It's Monday, so we're recording this Monday, 1 o'clock in the morning. We're going to release it any time now. Uh, you can go to Cramlet and Punch Drunk. We've got Dave Fulton, American. Uh, Andrew Bird, he's fucking on fine form as well. Andrew Bird's killer. And uh, my, our good friend Milo McCabe is going to present Troy Hawk to the masses. 
and uh, he's going to actually do one of his fucking world famous videos in Blythe. Yeah, so he's done. He's done like uh, he discovers the high streets, like a posh aristocratic um, simpleton from Dollar. What's the way to describe him? He's like because he's not simpleton's the wrong word. He's like. Sheltered, sheltered, yes. Uh, so sheltered, um, sheltered aristocratic. I feel like aristocratic is the wrong word. Anyway, someone that's from privilege. It goes into places like Weatherspoons, uh, Pound Shop, um, the Bookies, Ladbrokes. And now he's going into Blythe, and he's going to go and do a video in Blythe. I cannot wait to see that, but he's also going to be on stage in Cramlington tonight, Monday, in Blythe on Tuesday, and in Ashington, Ashington on Wednesday. Uh, so Andrew Baird, Dave Fulton, Milo McCabe, hosted by Matt Reed, and ran by Gav Humphreys and the Punch Drunk Army. Uh, and then on Monday, the 6th of November, we are in Riga at the Cinema Splendid Palace. Tuesday the 7th of November we are in Tartu at the Athena Where we spewed all over a bar to a point that we're famous in there now and they have a plaque saying Daniel Sloss spewed here. And the guy he hangs out with Wednesday we are in Tallinn at Benny Kultere Scutima. And then on Thursday we are in Warsaw, Peshawar at the, I'm not even fucking attempt to say that word, I know we've got no podcast listeners in Poland. And then on Saturday, we split up after that. Yeah, I'm doing some gigs in London at Headliners, and you're going to be doing some gigs in New York. I am in New York. I'm at Public Hotel New York doing my show now uh, to any New York fans. Gay Jonathans. The Jonathans. The Michaels. Is it the Michaels? No, you called them the Michaels. Is it the Michaels? You called them the Michaels, and then they said they were the Jonathans. I don't think I... You got it wrong, and then they tweeted going, okay, we're the Jonathans, but never mind, you said the Michaels. Is it... I mean, they're going to correct you right now, regardless. Well, anyway, to any of my lovely, lovely uh, New York listeners who I know, uh, we have a fair few of them at a public hotel. So, little fact, little fact. Um, you know how where you're in New York and I'm in London? Do you know nylon is called nylon because it was invented in New York and London by separate people at separate times, got painted at the same time, so they called it nylon? Yes, we Well, now you know twice. <laughs> I knew you Colorado, usually do Colorado. So hey, we're going we're to do one more podcast before the end of this tour, and then I think I can do one with Kerry Marks when I'm in Nottingham. Yeah, I'll find some. <laughs> I'll, find, I'll find some legends to to fill your tiny little shoes. Uh, your dad has weeds growing out of his arse. Does he? Uh, your dad makes you get off. <laughs> your dad makes you get off the house phone when he wants to use the internet. <laughs> your dad has his own YouTube channel where he makes flashlights out of household items like cornflake boxes, broom handles, and you. <laughs> your, 
Your dad keeps the adult store on the A1 near Lincoln in business. Do you know what I mean? When you drive down the A1? No. Adult store on the left. If it, we drove past it recently, actually. No, no, it has. Uh, no, no. <laughs> That's where I met your dad. Uh, your dad spilled soup on the carpet, and now his tongue has carpet burn. <laughs> your dad pays the extra fifteen p to eat in at Greg's and sits on the floor. <laughs> your dad got a parrot, and all it does is cry and say, "I'll do it." <laughs> Your dad eats Monster Munch with his feet when he's playing PlayStation. <laughs> your dad's bathroom door at home has a glowy hole and your mum passes him pizza. <laughs> your dad does makeup tutorials on YouTube. <laughs> when your granddad was in a coma in the hospital, your dad threw lightning bolts on him so he'd die fast. <laughs> <laughs> your dad your dad wears a condom when he's getting fucked up the arse because he's superstitious. <laughs> <laughs> your dad's got truth like Nally's vagina. <laughs> so he doesn't have any truth? Got a hairy tongue. <laughs> Happy birthday, darling. Happy birthday, I love you. Remember, remember the 5th of November. Gunpowder trees. Well, what, what a surprise. It's a song about terrorism. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mush women pills into your dad's mac and cheese because I was sick of him dragging his ass across my carpet. <laughs> your dad puts the bumpers up during sex. <laughs> a drunken texted your dad instead of Natalie by accident. And he had no idea, but instantly sent us a picture of his tits without any question. <laughs> You're not going to get this one, but for any educated listeners at home, your dad filibusters during Jerry Talk. Filibusters? Uh, no, nah, I didn't get it. No, I knew you wouldn't. Didn't give a fuck. So they just pause for the laughter of the intellectuals at home. Mugs. Thank you. Your dad rides horses by hanging underneath them for dear life. <laughs> Your dad opens Chris Packets wide open on the table of the pub and slaps his mace wrist when they go to grep one. Grep one. <laughs> grep one. Sure, sure. <coughs> what should we do now? Should we pause this so we can kiss? We'll be back on. Uh, where will we be? Thursday, Warsaw.